Nothing lasts forever, you know. I know, Eddie would answer. Then he'd think about his mother's death, because it was going to happen one day. And even though she was only fifty-six and he was twenty-one, it still terrified him to think about her demise, and he got all hot and bothered. He often had to put his hand on his heart to calm it down. Romany, he read, and he got the fourth letter, S, from Jealous. He wrote the word Gypsy in the five squares. He always did the easy ones first. Then he looked at the clock on the wall and watched the seconds tick by. His mother would be back with the cinnamon rolls in twenty minutes. He could already taste them in his mouth. He really, really hoped they had some, and that they were good and fresh. Direction. Five letters. Could be north or south. Either way, he had the next word for circle, five letters. It must be round. Then he got on to the more difficult clues and decided to take a break. He went back to the window and stared out at the driving snow. Let Mum make it through the storm, he prayed to Jesus, wherever he was, because I'm sitting here all alone, waiting for cake. There's only the two of us. You have to look after us. He went out to see Sheba in the kitchen, pulled her tail hard again, and then laughed when she shot up and ran into the living room, where she scooted under the sofa and collapsed, panting. Stupid dog, he said, and laughed again. You don't fight back. Haven't you got any teeth? Then he sat back down with a crossword, sucking on the end of the pencil. The clue, cease, made him uneasy, as the word had only three letters. Forty-five minutes had passed, and his mother had not returned. He grabbed his mobile and tapped in her number with his fat fingers, but all he got was a voice saying, The person you are calling is unable to answer the phone right now. He paced over to the window again and stared out at the snow, thick and white, the sun only managing to produce a pale, modest light. He knew that his mother would send him out to clear the snow later, and if there was one thing he hated, it was clearing snow. He tried her number again, but once more heard the disembodied voice telling him she was unable to answer the phone. It was fifty minutes now. This is it, he thought in desperation. She's driven off the road and crashed into a tree. She's sitting with her nose buried in the airbag. For a moment he considered throwing on his jacket and walking along the road to look for her. But then, as he stood there by the window, anxiously wringing his hands, he saw her car swing in through the gate. The headlights shone into his face, and he ran out into the hall and down the front steps. "'You said three quarters of an hour,' he complained. "'I was scared.' "'Don't be such a drama queen,' she chided. "'I can't answer the phone when I'm driving, and I was almost home. "'Did they have cinnamon rolls?' "'Yes.' she said. I've got two packets. See, here you are. Plenty for you to enjoy. Put the milk in the fridge. I'll have to clear the snow from the steps, and when you're finished, you can come out and clear the rest. Inside, she counted out seven cinnamon rolls and put them on a plate. You can have some more this evening. I think you're putting on weight, my love. I know that you're a big boy, but a hundred and thirty kilos is too much. Being overweight is dangerous, Eddie. 
The milk and cake settle in your arteries like clay, and then a big clot comes loose and is carried towards your heart, or your brain for that matter, and then there'll be no more crosswords for you. But I can have the rest of the cinnamon rolls this evening, can't I? he asked. Yes, I promise, she said. But you do understand that I have to be strict, don't you? Someone has to keep an eye on you. We agreed on that. We have to go to the shopping centre, he said. I need new clothes. I want one of those sweatshirts I saw in the paper. I love New York. That night, he dreamed about chicks, yellow, fluffy and soft, running around on stick legs. He picked them up and dropped them in a pan with melted butter and garlic. He dreamed that they lay there simmering, then peeped and squeaked when he added boiling water. He woke up abruptly at the end of the dream, listened for sounds in his mother's room.